Hello, Interrupted Tales listener. There is unfortunately no new Interrupted Tales this week, but fortunately, instead, we've got a special episode, the special double episode premiere of Parapsychology, our darkly comic sci-fi audio drama about a suicidal nerd and his alien parasite best friend. We invite you to take a listen, and if you like it, please subscribe to our permanent podcast feed for it on all major podcast platforms. It's Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. Just search for Parapsychology, that is P-A-R-A-S-I-T-E-C-O-L-O-G-Y. Or you can click the link that are in today's show notes, or you can go to parapsychology.com, look for the subscribe block on the right-hand rail, or you can hit us up on Twitter, and we got links there, and you you know how to do that kind of stuff. Well, we hope you enjoy it. Either way... Next week, we will be back to our regular Interrupted Tales. Thanks. keep my eyes closed and go back to sleep so I won't ugh, feel so terrible. Ugh, wait. Wait, are my eyes closed? They don't, they don't feel closed, I guess. I don't feel terrible. I don't feel... Hello? I, I... I can't see anything. Can't. I can't see anything. I. I can't. I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. I can't feel myself. If myself is even. Hello. I can't hear you. If there is a you. Okay, Javier. What did you do? It was probably bad, but... Hello? Okay. Well, let's think about this logically. I'm not blackout drunk, or I wouldn't be having this conversation. I don't think I'm asleep, because this is crazy boring and has very few nude vampires demanding to see if my homework is done. Uh, A sensory deprivation tank is totally out of my budget, and I'm really starting to get scared about the remaining option. Hello? Can anyone hear me? Or see me? Well, I guess that's it then. Congratulations.
You did it, asshole. Just gave up. Couldn't take it anymore, and now? And now you're... <clears throat> Where, exactly? There's... Nothing at all. Hello? Hello? Is someone out there? Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I wasn't expecting that to be over there. Oh, this is rough. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yes, hello. Greetings. Uh, salutations. There's gotta be some kind of... Okay, yes, etc. Etc. to you, Bearer. You, you can hear me and understand me? Of course, Bearer. Bearer? Yes, Bearer, yes. Let me just turn... That's better. Uh, bearer, for you are one of the chosen amongst the endless creations of the universe. A being who holds within the noblest of spirits. A soul? Just a moment. Uh, yes, that checks out. A soul. So then, this dark nothingness. You... Are you saying that I, I really am dead? And this? This is the afterlife? Afterlife. Uh, it's, it's not really accurate, but uh, maybe that's a useful shorthand since your previous life is no more and a new joyous era begins. But I am dead. That's not a good way for either of us to think about this, Bear. Us? But who or what are you? I think you could call me a guide. Yes, I will be guiding you through this process and helping you to come to terms with all uh, this. Uh, perhaps shepherd or mentor or bearer. I will be your etc. And I hope in time, a friend. Okay, a guide. What's your name? My name is not pronounceable by you, even in this form. Eh, let me try. Uh, right, uh... Coors. 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 Cores. Yeah, you got it. All right, cores. Now the second letter is much more difficult. You're gonna need to pucker, well, <laughs> basically anything that's puckerable. The second letter. Bear, we have a lot to cover, so 
And yet I will simply browse through your etched memory flesh for a familiar name representing my qualities, perhaps someone who has helped you greatly in life, or a personal hero to you. Let me, uh... Oh, okay, yes, Bearer. You may call me Cher Gandhi Statham. Uh, no, um, but, uh... This is a little embarrassing. I, I didn't know you could just... Uh, browse your etched memory flesh? Browse my, uh, well, to explain, I was young and my tastes hadn't... Oh, uh, of course, of course. Share Statham. <laughs> well, what I meant... Share. You may call me Share. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Wait, if I'm dead... Why do I still have etched memory flesh? Uh, Bear, I know you have so many questions, but please, uh, just for a moment, I need you to think of your happiest moment. It is the next step of the process. Well, Cher, uh, nice to meet you. My name is not Bearer. It's actually Javier. Cher? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of uh it kind of rhymes, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's a fun little thing we have together. Now, please, uh your happiest memory, it's incredibly important. Is this part of some judgment? Is is it a test? Uh, yes. Actually, I'm I'm testing everything. I'm ready for your happiest memory and uh, don't just recall it. Live in it. Okay. I think I can. I'm 11 years old. Hey, folks. This is Alan from Parapsychology, another fine Interrupted Tales podcast such as Interrupted Tales. Hey, we just wanted to thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. If not, uh, keep listening. There's a lot more nudity later on. And we're talking full frontal, full rear roll. Dolby 5.1, Audigy, EAX, Enhanced, Vermal 3D Position Nudity, all mixed down to glorious mono, so real, you'll swear you can't even hear the clothes. Boy, uh, that was some real capital A acting back there in the last scene, wasn't it? Hey, um, if you thought Rob was really crying, uh, it turns out he was. Uh, it's a old acting trick. Uh, you, you, you take a safety pin and you press it up against your thigh. And when it comes time to turn on the old waterworks, you have someone punch in the nards. You have someone punch in the nards. Uh, I want to tell you a little about the structure of the show, uh, our current plan, and, uh, you know, plans may change, but they won't, but uh, they might, is that it'll be 14 episodes long, 
We're going to release them every other week. I'm not going to do the math on that, but 14, that's uh, that's a baker's, baker's dozen of individual downloads. And, uh, you know, I think we can all agree that that's a lot of baking. The house is going to be all hot and dry after that. You can probably need to open the window and get a good cross breeze going on. Uh, kids, now, I, re I really want to get you back into the show, but first, I need you to do one thing for me, and that is, if you like what you've heard, the most important thing is that you tell somebody else who might like it. Uh, maybe they like sci-fi, or dark comedies, or just audio dramas and podcast form. Uh, go ahead, let them know, send them a message. Share this episode via add this or linked in. It's a good icebreaker for an introduction to a recruiter. Uh, mention it when you show up unexpectedly to ask for money and, you know, you want to <laughs> offer something of comparable value. Um, well, I'm just sort of prattling on now. So uh, I, once again, hey. Thanks, and uh, back to the show. Eleven years old. I'm alone in my bedroom, and the window is open. It's hot, really hot, and bright, and we don't have air conditioning. I'm laying on the floor. My mom is downstairs starting lunch. How do you know that? I can hear her getting pots out of the drawer under the stove. God, eleven. That's before she found out about the cancer. Yes. Yes, I hear the pans. I can hear them. Yes, Javier. Continue. Uh, what do you smell? Do you smell anything? No, she, she hasn't started cooking yet. Wait, wait. Yeah, I remember. We had these azalea bushes in the front yard, and every summer... The air smelled a little bit like them, almost sickeningly sweet, but barely there at all. That's it. Yes, yes, that's it. Just a little to the right, and... That smell! God, it's been years since I've smelled that. Yes, and what about the taste? The aftertaste of one of those frozen ice pops. Mine. We must have just opened the box. My sister would have eaten all the good ones, and it would be grape or coconut. Coconut in an ice pop. Oh, that tastes awful. I mean, I mean, it sounds like it tastes awful. Stop thinking about that part. Now, uh, what do you feel? I'm 
laying on the carpet. It's ugly and blue and shaggy, and it's rough against my skin in the areas where it's worn down. I've got a big box fan blowing on my face, full blast. And I'm so sweaty that it's like the fan is making it evaporate at exactly the same time, like a perfect equilibrium. And you... Over the hum of the fan, I hear somebody playing the oldie station on a boombox outside. I think it might be a Rolling Stones song? <laughs> what? No, no, I mean, uh, you may be misremembering that part. Memories are hazy, uh, ethereal things. No, I, I remember now. Midnight Confessions by the Grassroots. You're getting specific now. <laughs> I remember because I loved sad old songs filled with anguish. Not that I knew what anguish actually was back then. Just like I didn't know that Midnight Confessions was actually about the inappropriate sexual longing of a man for his married co-worker. Uh, no, no. I, you know, I think it was probably just a generic-ish oldies tune, not particularly memorable, largely immaterial to the memory. We all get the picture. Now, you're in your room, the strong air current working in tandem with your strange perspiration mechanism. How do you feel? I feel light. Like the air could lift me up and I would just fly away in the wind. I feel happy. I feel happy. Yes. Okay, hold that. Hold that. All right, there it is. Yeah, tucked away under that bluish-gray thing, which hopefully is not metastasizing. Just gotta poke it a little and... Oh, yes, that is nice. Very nice. I feel happy. It's been so long since I felt like that. I can't make myself feel like that. Like I could just float away. Because now everything is heavy. It's always pushing. Pushing down on me. Bear, concentrate. You're happy for at least a few more 186,400s of your planetary revolutions. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, Etc.s. Just a few more etc.s. It's like my chest is one giant twisted knot clutching at my heart and pulling on my shoulders. Oh, I'm nowhere near the heart. Hold on to the happiness. Just a little more before... Every time I make a decision, every time I worry, and all I do is worry, the knot gets tighter, and it's dragging me down, down. I can't get up. <laughs> Bear, Javier, it's going to be all right. All right? All right? Do you even understand what this feels like? Honestly, several lifetimes over. Maybe not as deeply. And tell me, just just what is alright? 
about an afterlife that dumps you into a shapeless black void and makes you relive your happiest memory of your childhood and then crush it with the same pain you literally killed yourself to get away from, only to have it follow you to the grave and tear at your soul? What is so all right about being dead, Cher? Cher. Cher. Yes? I thought you'd left me. Oh, yes, no, I, I, I did. I ran out to get some inflatable latex for your pity party. I, I hope I didn't miss it. The lines were very long, and I told them what a big deal this was. I suppose you mean balloons? Uh, balloons, condoms, very tiny blimps, etc., Javier. Party items. Javier, for your party. Now, if you're willing to listen for a few moments, I'd be more than happy to jumpstart the process of getting you out of this shapeless black void. Okay. I'm willing to listen as long as you are willing to answer questions. Perfect. See, this is what's called a dialogue, and it is one of the most wonderful things in existence, Bear. And stop calling me... Sorry, uh, Javier. Okay, well, I think we might be ready to move forward in the process. Uh, now, have you heard of this thing called good news, bad news? <laughs> Sorry, of course you have. You're where I got it from. Well... I believe it's traditional to ask you whether you'd like the good news first or the bad news. I'll take- So first, the good news. Javier Duran, you are not dead. In fact, you are alive and living. So, congrats. But you said I- and that this no, I, uh, was... No, I specifically didn't say that because A, you aren't, and B, it ain't. You seem nonplussed, Javier, so I'm just gonna roll right on to the next part. Uh, how do I... Uh, you are now the host in a symbiotic relationship with an alien organism who is living in your brainstem and directing most of your bodily functions, meaning... Me. Oh, well, thank you, Cher. Alien organism Cher for... Sparing my feelings so delicately between the welcome news that I am, in fact, not deceased and the... And I don't want to hurt your feelings, obviously, so let's not say bad. Let's say slightly less welcome news that I have a brain-eating parasite. Oh, uh, <laughs> I do hate it when this happens. It's sort of uncomfortable to put this out there now, but actually, I was still on the good news. <laughs> Where to start? I 
I suppose there's the murder bots, but then they say, don't start the show with a showstopper, so... for episode two of Parasitology. That's the wrong, that's the wrong podcast. Episode two is coming up. Previously on Parasitology. Hello? I, I, I can't see anything. You may call me Cher Gandhi Statham. Is this part of some judgment? Is, is it a test? Uh, yes. Actually, I'm, I'm testing everything. Javier Duran, you are not dead. In fact, you are alive and living. Thank you, Cher. Alien organism Cher for sparing my feelings so delicately between the welcome news that I am, in fact, not deceased and the... And I don't want to hurt your feelings, obviously, so let's not say bad. Let's say slightly less welcome news that I have a brain-eating parasite. Actually, I was still on the good news. <laughs> Where to start? I, I suppose there's the murder bots, but then they say don't start the show with a showstopper, so... Episode 2 Alive Again Uh, sorry, what's that? I said no. No. As in, that is a completely ridiculous story, idiotically described to me, and is... not what happened to me. I just... I get it now. 
I screwed it up. I'm in a coma. I screwed up killing myself. Even that. Especially that. I took too many pills or not enough pills. I shot the part of my brain that I don't need but definitely do need. Did I buy a gun? Why can I not remember this? But short-term memory loss is a common side effect on initial symbiotic integration. Or maybe I'm not in a coma. I'm just in a deep psychosis, a really messed up but consistent one. One where some other part of my brain, probably the shot-up part with my luck, thinks that it's an alien parasite. Apparently the only one of its kind on Earth, who wants free room and board in my little old noggin, in exchange for some nebulous offer of help. An alien parasite, who also happens to be a fugitive from its own planet, and is possibly being hunted by sophisticated android murder bots. Did... did I get that right? Um, actually, symbio, not parasite. I really can't stress enough how insulting and... Okay, I'll just say it. Racist, the P-word is. This is totally unbelievable. It cannot be believed. Okay, okay. Yes. Javier, you've seen through the masquerade. I'm backed into a corner and have no choice. But to be totally honest with you, I am, as you suspected all along, an advanced AI who has simulated your entire existence perfectly until yesterday, the day you discovered the truth. I discovered the truth? No, you didn't. That's The Matrix, Javier, an extremely popular film which I have obviously never seen, except do you know how I know about it? It's because I'm a symbiote with direct access to your brain's memory functions, and you have seen The Matrix 11 and one-half times in the theater. And the one-half is because one of those times you had to defecate urgently, and again, as a symbiote with direct access to your brain's memory functions, I know you're scared with not shitless. That seems like a poor idiomatic expression to apply here. One second. Scared witless of public toilets, but especially of ones that do have those paper seat covers, because that means the people in charge of the theater know just how dirty the butts that sit on the seats are. You done? You feel better now? And by the way, in my defense, I also saw the Matrix sequel, so now you know why I sort of forgot all about it. I apologize, Bearer. I seem to be more affected by the host, uh, uh, you, uh, than usual. Let's all take a deep breath here. Mostly you, I don't have lungs. I mean... I know this arrangement is neither of our first choices, but consider where you were but a day ago, ready to end it all, friendless and alone. And today, you've got someone here willing and able to help. 
And hey, I'll admit this whole condition your condition is in is a little more complicated than I originally planned on. It's like, let's see what you've got here. Okay, uh, the car rental place ran out of automatics. So you gotta learn to drive stick on the fly, yeah? You know, just as good, very <laughs> raw and powerful, and uh, maybe I grind the clutch a little at first, and maybe the car has a lot of unnecessary complexity, but <laughs> well, it, that's part of the charm. Even if I believed you, what possibly could make you think that I would say yes to living a life in this soulless blank of a prison. Listen, I said I would help you out of the void. And I meant that practically, as well as metaphorically. I just needed some time to get back in the saddle, so how about this? I can actually see a little. It's, it's kind of blurry. It just looks like a big white rectangle. Uh, well, it's the ceiling, so we're on the green, at least. Uh, well, you know, for me, it's black and white for you until I get things sorted. For now, I need to hang on to your rods, but uh, I'll let you grab the cones. <laughs> Please tell me that's not the level of discourse I should be expecting. All right, uh, let me know how this goes. Better one? Or better too. Water dripping. Where's it coming from? I can't move my head. We're not there yet. We will be, I promise. And it's the faucet in your bathroom. You must have left it running a bit, which, not to preach, but it really is quite wasteful. I know your planet doesn't believe in global warming or... I guess just plain, hey, it's hot as hell out everywhere all the time now, but it's a general concept. But uh, uh, you should really... Okay, it seems like we've got a bit more convincing to do, and, and that's fine. It's just a quick little communication exercise we can do together. I'll throw out a statement, and we just, both at the same time, say, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much we agree with it, okay? The statement is... I feel like this arrangement could really work, and we both individually rated a 9.8. a big fucking two? Well, that is double a one. I think we're making great progress here, and I haven't even given you the full sales pitch yet, so, I mean, I don't want to hand you the old resume, dust off my... CV, but I'm um, 620 of your Earth years old, and I've got some stories, let me tell you, and that, that is not a brag. I have extensively studied chronospatial hyperphysics, for which I've received no less than three certificates of completion from the University of Galaxy Study for Chronospatial Hyperphysics Studying, which I understand doesn't seem very prestigious in your language, but uh, let's be fair, your language doesn't even have the right words for chronospatial hyperphysics, so uh, again, not a brag. 
does your language not have the word brag? Because I think you might be misunderstanding the concept. Missing the point, etc. What else? What else? I like early period inverse jazz. Obviously not that late millennium BS. And I enjoy knitting nanofiber shawls. Well, I enjoy monitoring the sensation of someone else knitting nanofiber shawls. I guess that's sort of splitting existentialist hairs, though. And, oh, I have never gotten one of my hosts killed inadvertently. Just... Vertently? <laughs> that, that's just the sort of wordplay-based banter I was hoping to build towards. Okay, now I'm getting that you're not a bullet point type of guy. You need the flagella-on approach, so enough about me. What can I do for you today? Sell me a timeshare? <laughs> well, when you think about it... <laughs> Wow, I've missed wordplay, but uh, let's see. Uh, okay, tell me what happened Tuesday, seven weeks ago. No. Fine, uh, you don't have to talk about it. I'll just recap, and, and maybe you'll happen to think about it a little while I do. You were at your software development job at a big company doing great. Uh, everybody thought so, but... Uh, you weren't doing great, were you, Javier? I, I don't want to hear this. Well, it's kind of a mandatory presentation as part of your orientation, a captive audience and all that. Come on, this back and forth. We gotta have hit at least a three by now. Well, anyway, you're at your job, work piling up faster than you can finish it, and even though every day is a struggle, just to leave your bed, one that you lose every couple weeks and use up all your vacation days on, well, you're doing the work of three people, but it's getting worse every day until Tuesday, seven weeks ago, when you... I quit. So what? Quit? No. Javier, uh, quitting is slamming down a resignation letter on your boss's desk and saying they don't pay you enough for this crap or flipping the double bird at Perry, the incompetent regional manager and storming out in a blaze where you say uncompromisingly honest things about the correlation between his accelerating baldness and his tendency to wear hats indoors. Or even just saying, sorry, this isn't the right job for me anymore. I'm quitting. No, you told them... Stop. You told them you had cashed in some bitcoins you had I bought... I bought six years ago because I thought they were cool. And had forgotten about, and then found them on an old hard drive, and it... It wasn't that much, but it would allow you to go back to school. And then you gave them four weeks of notice so they'd have plenty of time to replace you, even though... Every day you stepped into that office, you would have a panic attack and every night a breakdown. But you hadn't cashed in any bitcoins because that surprisingly detailed account of you acquiring them had never happened. Uh, instead, you had bought 
doge coins when they were at their peak and it was a very bad investment and now you barely had a month or two of savings to live on and you weren't going back to school because even if you could afford it you hated school and you weren't quitting javier you were running away and you couldn't even do that right because they convinced you to call it a sabbatical so you could come back later, and you felt... Please. Well, we both know how you felt. That's not why I brought it up. Please understand that. I really, really don't want to make you feel that. I brought it up to ask you how you feel about it now. Right now. I don't... Feel it? No, you don't, do you? Or maybe just a little bit, but sort of fuzzy and dull, like it took place years ago or in a story that happened to someone else, just insulated. Like all the overwhelming emotions were gushing out of a garden hose and someone just kind of turned down the spigot. All the embarrassment, the guilt, the fear. Gone. Huh? Not gone. I just... turned on the spigot. And this other hose over there, the one that leads to an 11-year-old boy laying on the floor in front of an electric fan, well... How about just a little more of that? Hey folks, this is Alan from Parapsychology and other Interrupted Tales podcasts, such as Interrupted Tales. Wow, some uh, exciting news for us here, actually. We we just got our first sponsor. Uh, and actually, when we first started talking about this show and doing it, we weren't really sure that we wanted to do ads. We were kind of on the fence about it, but... Uh, and we were approached by a really kind of a big name company that uh, makes a ton of the products we use every day uh, about a new service of theirs. And uh, honestly, once we tried it, uh, we were hooked. So today I'd like to talk to you about Flashbite. Flashbite is a new subscription snack delivery service that sends you delicious and healthy snacks every month in the exact amounts you choose. Uh, they're not one of those prepackaged snack companies that just overwhelms you with unhealthy junk food, swimming, and unpronounceable chemicals. In fact, uh, Flashbite has partnered with leading weight loss programs to deliver organically scrumptious treats. That's organically scrumptious. <laughs> Okay. Uh, specifically tailored to your nutritional needs and dietary restrictions. You can specify any allergies you have or other needs like no added sugars. How about no gluten? No problem. No gluten, no problem. That's how the rap lyric goes. Uh, do you only have 125 calories per day for snacks? 
Flash Bite freshly packages each snack to specific calorie targets you request. So that's really helpful if you're dieting. Uh, if you use our code ohthehumanity.com slash bite today, that's ohthehumanity.com slash bite, B-I-T-E, you'll get a free starter pack filled with tasty snacks, including their most popular treat, raspberry flax choco nummies. Uh, yeah, let me tell you, they... They sent me some of those Choco Nummies, and I, honestly, they're like nothing I've ever had before. I'm completely addicted and cannot stop popping them into my mouth. Well, anyways, there's no obligation. You you could just put in the code and get the first delivery free. You don't even need a credit card. So remember to go to allthehumanity.com slash bite for free snacks today. Flash bite. Snacking right, done right. There's really no question in there. Just sorry. Well, it's not flashbite snacking, right? Uh, it's flashbite snacking right, done right. I, and that's how I did it, right? Uh, puppies. I definitely want you to get back into the show, but uh, you know, first I'm going to need you to do just one thing for me, and that is hit subscribe on iTunes or Pocket Casts, or your iRiver digital MP3 player, which is, you know, it's really better value than an iPod with the non-PC compatible Firewire port. I mean, that's, that's, that's just not PC friendly. Uh, listen, I, I know it's happened to you before. We, we've all listened to the first couple episodes of something, and then you're like, uh, I guess I could listen to that, but you get distracted by r slash unexpectedly wholesome and then you forget well don't forget go just go do it you know what al davis said right just subscribe baby he was he was talking to a literal baby and um that baby grew up to be post malone and now you know we want you to subscribe. Okay, thanks. And uh, hey, let's get back to the show. Insane. No, it's just my pitch, my pitch to you, Javier. But we also have to be careful with this sort of thing, so I'll just have to turn that down a bit. Oh. Trust me, I have a lot of experience in managing that, and I hope you weren't too offended with that garden hose analogy obviously your human neuromuscular system is a 
wondrous miracle of nature and all that, but uh, I have to be completely honest. You humans are packing. We are talking big hoses. It is pretty incredible. And oh, listen, this is a two-way deal here. If, if you're happy, I'm happy. Almost literally. And if you don't like it, well, I don't like it. And we can just walk away from the deal. Really? You'd go? You're here for a month, and I say, hey, actually, I do sort of prefer having dedicated control of my body as I have for the past 38 years, in case I feel like, oh, interacting with a physical object sometime, and, and you would just say, okay, sorry it didn't work out, but seriously, let's keep in touch? Mm, yeah. Consider it a trial period you just leave my body I don't know how or now that I think about it how you got in come on uh, trade secrets and you I don't know undulate off to someone else and offer them the same deal of course yes yes after the mandated arbitration period, and then 30 to 45 days later, I'm clear out. Excuse me? Oh, well, it's, it's not something we need to get into. I mean, it's all a bit shabby, isn't it? I mean, even your words for it. Squatters, right? <laughs> right? You think you have... Hey, it's the law. Galactic law says the microscopic fugitive from justice who has taken over my body against my will? Hey, what they are doing is not just all right. They are not the good guys here. And this, this is for our mutual benefit. I'm a liberal on my planet, okay? And furthermore, this whole fugitive thing, that's only my home world. There's a whole galaxy of races and cultures out there. And the... Galactic Code of Universal Suffrage says no intelligent species sells suffrage another to lose their life if another intelligent species can help them. It's okay. I don't remember the exact wording. It's been 611 years since my organized government and policy neurotraining. And you know what? It's not important. What is important for you? And for me. Tell me. What's important for you is that you've been asking all your life for a way to handle all those impulses and feelings that drowned you. Something the laundry list of meds and therapy never ended up doing. And what's important for me is that I would die. Within hours, outside of a willing host. And if you want it, I will leave. I have to leave because... Symbiote. Remember? Not a parasite. Symbiote. Who wants to help you. I help you. 
you help me, we help each other. What do you say? Just a trial period. Just a trial period? Come on, let's share, take the wheel. I can't believe I'm saying this, or even considering this, but yes. I think this could actually work. And wait, wait, what was that with the murder bots thing oh, again? Oh, it's so wonderful to hear, Javier. And you know, frankly, just between you and me, it's sort of just in time to, you've been lying unconscious on your bathroom floor on top of a pizza box, just absolutely soaked in urine for two days. And it may take me rough guesstimate a couple more to figure out how to work these stump-like appendages attached to your lower torso. You mean my legs? Yes, legs. <laughs> Look at us, working like a team already. You have been listening to Parapsychology, an interrupted tales podcast. Parapsychology is written and voiced by Alan Gallarisi and Rob Trevino. Original music by Alan Gallarisi. Narration by Stacey Frost.